Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renee Morales and I am here with Joy, <laughs> who gave us that wonderful breathy sigh of release, which I think is going to be a strong theme for our show today. Just yeah. letting go of what our minds think is supposed to be happening, how things are supposed to be unrolling, the, the supposed tos, the shoulds, uh, in my opinion, or I should say not so much my opinion, my life experience. It's much better when I just release the shoulds and allow it to be what it is. The circumstance that arrives, the emotion that I'm sitting in in this moment, just allow it to be what it is. And the stress goes down enormously, <laughs> which brings us to today's show, which is about experiencing joy regardless of circumstance, because I don't know about you, but I was raised to believe that, well, once I check off this list of circumstances and accomplishments, at some point I will be happy. <laughs> and joy is just another version of happy. And I'm coming to the conclusion that's maybe not the case. What do you think, joy? I think that joy is a state of being and happiness is a choice. Absolutely. Every morning I wake up and, and, I, and I have, uh, well, a multitude of choices. I can either choose to be happy or not. Oh. It's all valid. All feelings are valid. But no, joy is, a, um, to me, a, a deep state of being um, and a commitment Absolutely. and a revelation. It's all and I, I, I jumped right over introducing you as well. <laughs> so maybe I should backpedal just a little bit a joy is a stress and recon stress stress and ah that the introduction doesn't want to come out stress and trauma revolutionary she's also an ex-corporate executive and an inadvertent shaman she has died six times and each time she has returned with a different perspective and an uncommon ability to help others she is living proof you only get to die when it's your time Doctors have given up on her on six unrelated occasions. She has had to learn to heal herself. She's living proof uh, that incurable means curable only from within. And I, I love this because this is one of the things that my guides early on uh, wanted me to learn as I was coming into my own healing practice. And that is mm. I made talk to the world and use the world healer when I refer to myself, but the truth of the matter is the healer sits inside of each one of us. And when someone is coming to me for quote unquote healing, they're asking advice for their own internal self. I don't do anything to heal them. They're the ones that heal. Yeah, I, I agree. I have a, yes, I agree. And um, for me, I get to be the vessel through which this, this healing flows. I, I get to be a flute the masters play. I get to, to say, yes, yes, I will channel the highest, most powerful force and source for good in the world. Yes. 
Yes, I surrender and I allow. Yes. Exactly. And and people, Americans mostly, (laughs) ask me, how can you do this work and not let your ego in the get in the way and it's it's my my job description used to be it's not anymore um hollow bone mm-hmm. so uh and a hollow bone doesn't have an ego I, I'm, I'm the grateful hollow bone it actually um i love that, that description because i can remember early on i was asking the question quite a bit who am i what am i how am i here to function in the world and mm-hmm. what I was shown, and I don't, I suppose it could be interpreted as bone, but it was a white, hollow, almost cone-shaped thing with the narrow part at the top and the wide part at the bottom. And I'm like, and there's nothing in there. Yep, exactly. There's nothing. In there. <laughs> <laughs> so it cool. only works <laughs> when you put your ego over I, there. Yeah, you just you just are the, are the vessel. I, uh, I, I got the job description hollow bone from um my favorite song in all the world that if you if you listen to the song you will know everything there is to know about me and uh and the hollow bone you want to hear the last verse with a with a sing it let's have some music today (laughs) (laughs) no this this song is called walking gently walking and um and it's sung by this lovely choir of, of beautiful women that just they could sing it all angelically. And I, I sing it in my own fashion because, like, to me, it's, it's like it's everything. And the last verse is, <sighs> Let me sing forth from the center of your breath that flows through me. I will be the hollow bone you ask for me to be. Love flow to every soul that all may be free. And feel the healing power from the mother, let it be. Oh, grandmother, it will be. Beautiful. I know it's the greatest song. So, yeah. I'll put the link. I sung it up and down Bell's Rock when I was doing a wedding up there. I'll pop it in the in the comments if you want to hear it's just a wonderful song i love it yeah i'll make sure it gets up in, i have a page that all of this good stuff goes on how how to reach you, what your gift is all that good stuff so we'll pop that on that same page with that yeah yeah love that yeah so that is hmm. beautiful so i have a curiosity okay because so far, as far as I know, I haven't died yet, <laughs> but I have mm-hmm. friends who've died many times. Uh, the one that's done the most so far has been three. You're now six. Um, I've got a mate who's died uh, twice more than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, the first time I died, I was 15 years old. I flew off a cliff on a motorbike wearing a full-face helmet and a bikini. Oh, they never yes. found <laughs> we're protecting the really important parts. <laughs> oh, did I mention I was 15? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Indeed. yeah. Well, my question is this. Um, 
the friend who's gone back three times, um, she found it sort of punctuated the end of a cycle for her each time. It's like a, mm-hmm. she had certain soul objectives she wanted to complete as she was. And then the death was actually sort of wow. an evolution into a new kind of version of herself for a different yep. set of objections, objectives. Yep. There we go. That's the right Absolutely. Word. Absolutely been the case with me. Uh, a bit more of the card because I've had a cartoon-like life, let's face it. Um, for me, it's like instead of incarnating and living and dying and incarnating and living and dying in a respectful fashion, I've decided now nah, I'll set it all up uh, across let's, the board. Let's skip so, all of those childhoods. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And every time I've died, except the first time, this didn't happen the first time. Well, I, no, it didn't. I was still the same stroppy teenager afterwards. Um, But every other time I've been returned with different uncommon abilities and perspectives and a different energy to the point where, like, my name doesn't fit, so I've changed my name half a dozen times and, um, like, I'll I'll, I'll come back and um, just I'll be able to do things that I couldn't do before and, and like, uh, but I won't be able to do things I could do before. Like, Mm -hmm. I was... A fantastic present giver. I it was my superpower. I was just amazing at that. Died, came back, couldn't give presents for for just couldn't. And <laughs> instead, I could decorate a room. So good. So like strange little things like that. But but when the the because my life process is one of continually evolving to the next grandest version of myself. To me, this is the fastest track to enlightenment and takes off all the guilt. And uh, just allows me to be perfect in my imperfection, which really suits me. So uh, I think that these um, these death experiences have been. Actually, no, I can't say that. Whoopsie. Um, <laughs> uh, her no, her computer tried to jump off the table. It for did. All of you who couldn't it see did. that happen. <laughs> yes. Um, Oops, what was I talking about? <laughs> ah, you see, you were supposed to go down that path anyway. Um, yep, yep. The, your most recent death experience, what do you think most that recent. one was about? What, what did you wrap up and what did you start <laughs> around <on>. that? <laughs> we're going to have a liquid. Seriously, have, have some water. Have some water. Your brain is a wet computer. And... Uh, it can't function without water. Like the mm-hmm. first thing to go is the frontal lobes, your memory. For the first thing to go short-term memory if you're dehydrated and you're wondering, uh, drink water. More water, yes. <sighs> I don't want to talk about that when it hurts. Still, that's so interesting, which means that I've still got stuff to clear around that. Ooh, I'm very grateful for that. You're welcome. So I'll just, I'll just like tell you that um, it was a, a heart thing I my heart used to um, not be able to go more than 15 seconds without stopping and then racing to catch up Um, and yeah a big uh, blockage in the left ventricle and it was so bad that the the hospital thought they'd uh, brought in two machines thinking the machines were broken but I just have my own funky heartbeat (laughs) you've got your own rhythm (laughs) I do I do I do not listen to the other rhythms cannot be calculated so uh yeah um and it was just it was just heartbreak Mm -hmm. 
it was just it was just um like i you know who else can relate um having having given of themselves for the greatest good for like for your a whole life and just not received any of the support that you've needed in return it's just it was one of those things so um, I think that's a real common theme for those. It's of us so in common. The helping profession. It's so common, especially yeah. in women. In oh, women. Well, we're raised to do it, right? So, exactly. Of course, we are. Yeah. We are literally. It's in our programming. Uh, we must think of everybody else first, except self. But let me ask you: Has that actually worked for you? I mean, has it been helpful? It's not really a functional way to function. I mean, you can't, you, can't, you can't give what you don't have. Exactly, but you have to allow yourself to fill up at some point. If well, you're yeah, not think of a lemon. yourself to fill up, you, no. you got a problem. Exactly. Yeah. Think of a lemon. What do you get when you squeeze it? Lemon juice. Yes. Can you get pineapple juice when you squeeze a lemon? Not the last I checked. No, no not pickle juice. No. Exactly. And just like um, just like the lemon, when we put it in a difficult situation and squeeze, we are going to give out exactly what we have inside of ourselves. And if we have spent our lives giving to everybody except self, chances are when we've squeezed what's come out, it might be a bit like dry and bitter even. Bitter, resentful, yeah. Exactly, Angry. exactly. And you think about it, um, my, my passion is psychoneuroimmunology, how the way we think affects our health and our well-being. And I think that the saddest example of this is that how many women do you know that have or have had breast cancer? Like it's insane. It's crazy scary. It's like, what, three and five or some ridiculous thing? And Louise Hay um, did some very interesting research on how um, different emotions live in different, uh, different parts of the body uh, at different issues. Yeah. And you, the breasts represent. You can heal represent, yourself, wasn't that? Like the you can, yeah, you can heal your list. life. Yeah. You can heal, you can your, heal life, your life. Yeah. And you can heal your body as the little blue book, which I'm no, you can't be without. It's wonderful. Anyway, breast nurturing and cancer is long term unresolved resentment. Mm -hmm. So how many of these women have spent their lives nurturing everybody except themselves and are feeling resentful because of it and, and because they don't know how to express it or the program is so tight that you know, they, they suppress it until it manifests as cancer. It's just but the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing about it is when you treat the cause, then the symptoms don't need to be there anymore, drawing your attention and everything just takes is, is able to heal much more easily. Yeah, you got to treat the whole person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, totally. In fact, one of my <sighs> healer friends, um, she had breast cancer, and she made a lot of changes in her life after that to make sure that she was getting filled up and this sort of thing. But it yeah. it had not delivered all of its message because it came back around a second time, and she's since made even more dramatic changes in her life, in terms of supporting herself and filling herself up and allowing other people to serve her sometimes which Very I think important. is one of the hardest things to do I think when we uh, it, it's only hard until you can see it from the, a different perspective like you know we we love to to give because one it's been programmed into us but also because it feels good doesn't it oh to be able to help that person so to rob another of that great gift and that wonderful feeling is just terrible manners that's all it is oh that's an interesting way to look at it. Well, how else would you look at it? You yeah, know, if, exactly. if you're well, always, it's you... sort of like parents who want to take responsibility for their kids. You're, you're stealing from them. This yes. is how we learn to interact yeah. with life and, and yeah. you know, what values yeah. we well, want to use to guide them. our lives. 
Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's it's very it's I learned that it's critical. I mean, I'm really open to being helped. I am. <laughs> well, in in uh, in a, an alignment with my highest good and for the greatest good of all, and I haven't you know. Uh, it's important to have those codicils. It's important to have those boundaries because, and, and you know, and without boundaries and without clarity, then everything's wishy-washy and you're not going to get what you need. Yeah. Well, so, it's important uh, to have some, some structure. In fact, I've been, uh, I spent some time with a book, the title of which escapes me right now, but it's basically exploring tight or very structured societies as opposed to loose societies, which allow a lot more per- permissiveness and, um, what do I want to say? Allow people to express themselves in very different ways. Free and I, I find it interesting that taking it to either extreme leads to a lot of stress. There is such a thing as too much freedom and too much choice, as well as too little freedom and too little choice. And there's like this Goldilocks place we need to arrive at where it's not too much of one and not too much of the other. Absolutely. They did a really interesting um, experiment that embodies that perfectly. I think it was in New York or somewhere where they, they had a lovely big park, can't have been New York, never mind, where all the kitties just roamed all about. Uh, no, they didn't, sorry. They had a park that, uh, that was beautifully fenced and all of the kitties just roamed about. And then one day they said, oh, you know, no worries, there's no traffic or anything around here. Why don't we just remove the fence and let them go wherever they want? And all the kitties played in the middle because they no longer had – the, the safety of the a safety. container yes exactly exactly that's beautiful. so yeah it is very interesting we do you're right we do need um, a container and we need to learn to understand that no is not a negative statement it is an affirmation of the direction that we have chosen absolutely absolutely as much as we yeah. want to be super women and think we can do and have all the things not all at this we can't. time we and, can't and it's right? terrible if you try <laughs> And it's it's time that myth was busted, ladies. We gotta we gotta step up and have a look and go. Is this actually working for me? Is this still still serving me? And gentlemen, you know everybody. Um, and then if it isn't, like uh, for example, beliefs. I update my belief systems at least once a month. And whenever I hear trigger words that alert me to the fact that a virus program may exist in the software, um, by asking if I I know that I need to ask if my face looks like this. Uh, yeah, if, if it starts to get off and twisted. And, yeah. Exactly. Back and then I, I screech to a halt at that feeling. And I, what, what was I just thinking that made me make that face? And then I asked the question, is that still true for me? Because oh. I, I, you'll be blown away about how often it is actually no, not still true for you. And so if the answer is no, um, or I don't want it to be anymore, it doesn't need to be anymore, uh, I ask, well, what is true for me now? Yeah. What do I and, want in place of that experience? Yeah, or just yeah. what is true for me because yeah. it's a mind-blowing how often, you know, oh, I can't do this. Okay, is that actually still true? Or is it in fact just, is there any possibility at all that the opposite might be just as true? Like maybe if you break it down into small enough bite-sized pieces, you can in fact do it and in fact your entire life is proven that you have been able to do things that you never in a million years thought you can. So maybe, what are the is there a chance that this is just as true? And then you go with that, and that's how you reprogram. Oh. So I, I, 
I love reprogramming the brain. I love that. And we are up on our first break already. In fact, I blew a few minutes past it because we're having such a good conversation. And if you're out there listening to our conversation, enjoying this conversation, I would invite you to get your pen and paper and write down a few of the things that have been popping up for you. Places where maybe you've been reactive when someone came and asked you for something or did something for you or gave you a compliment and you went, oh, no, I can't possibly accept that. Um, Take note of those places and uh, get ready to do some mirror work and ask yourself what's behind there and are those programs really still true? And hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am here with Joy. And before we went to break, I asked you to look around for hot spots. And one of the things that I mentioned was uh, refusing to receive a compliment. Yeah. Those are such gorgeous earrings, by the way. Renee Sophia, you're rocking the earrings. Thank you. I, I made it by a really good friend's store. She's the one with all the talent. See that? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. oh, there goes the computer again. <laughs> yes, yes. Got all excited there. Um, 
how did that how did that compliment sound? How did it feel? And so then now let me try it again. And this time, just say these old things or some derogatory. Sophia Renee, gorgeous earrings, stunning. Yeah, just something I threw on this morning. They're just, you know, good enough. And now everybody just feel the energy of that compared to that first uh, beautiful receiving of the compliment. What she's just done, and hopefully what you don't do anymore, I used to do this until I realized that saying something like that, oh, you know, or this, or ah, it's just... It's like saying, well, your taste absolutely sucks. It's like taking the beautiful gift of a compliment and screwing it up and throwing it back and going, it you doesn't You don't know make... what you're talking about, basically. Right? Yeah. So rude. Awful manners. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because it makes the person that's, that's coming with this beautiful gift for you feel awful. You don't want to do that. No. So when, when you say, oh, thank you, or even if, it, even if it has been something you just throw on, oh, thank you so much. I really needed to hear that today. You made my day. Taking it to that next level even is giving the gift of a compliment, giving that gift back. I, it, it makes you feel so good. And, and this, is how we, this is how we step out of that, ooh, this old thing, and oh, I got it at the thrift store, and oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, and... and- just for complete and total transparency, I adore these earrings. <laughs> they are gorgeous earrings. Oh my god! Of course, we were just we were just playing because we were talking about compliments. Oh, um, yeah. So it doesn't matter. And actually, I um, my now my girlfriend, I, 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 I have a question for you because I know you're really good at weeding out these viral programs that have been laid into us. And I think an indication of one of these programs is this discomfort when someone comes to you and gives you a compliment, especially if it's something more personal than just your earrings. But like, I, I love being in your presence because it always uplifts me. It gives me a sense of perspective. You know, this sort of highly personal compliment it's really easy for that kind of, what I want to say, discomfort, that kind of program to show up and go, oh, no, you can't receive that. So what I do you do when agree. you notice that? <laughs> um, well, what I did was I, I created with my, my girlfriend a, a praise, uh, which is placing radical appreciation in someone's energy. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, and it, it happened because um, I, I have a habit of, like, calling up or leaving little voice messages um, on the on the texts and things uh, to people that I, I just scan and go, who needs some love right now? Who am I thinking about right now? And I ring them up and, and I just say, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate. And then I tell them specifically what it is I appreciate. And I do this when I'm feeling needy because <laughs> it, just, it, it makes me feel better. Um, and then one day um, I was feeling – I was doing it because I didn't know whether or not I would live to see the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted everybody to, um, to know that I love them and I love them and I love them. Because just, just think, I mean, if, if we knew that we only had a, a, a day to live before the world exploded or whatever, the, the, every phone line in the world would just be filled with people saying all the things that we should say now. Exactly. Well, if you look at events uh, we've got an anniversary of 911 that happened here in the states recently and if you look at what happens around those kind of events bombing shootings it's like something clicks in in our consciousness that says i need to reach out to my people now 
because exactly there's exactly. this moment so don't the wait. Truth is we could have that moment at any moment yes yes true so I um so I made all these calls and then I I just I I sat on the bed and said Lord I just and my friend Dennis rang out of the blue and uh <laughs> I love the air quotes around that out of the blue exactly <laughs> and um and he asked me how I was doing and I I told him I, 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 um, I'm actually in my sixth incurable diagnosis with my bottom jaw. Um, it's been eaten away with uh, um, infections. Uh, I, was, I was the poster child for don't get metal implants if you're allergic to metal. And uh, That would be important, yes. Yeah, they don't do te- well, yeah, they don't tell you. Anyway, um, I, I told him, I believe that I'm still supposed to be here. And my voice is just needed that I've got, I've got all of this, everything that I've gathered from, from all of the, the things that I've had to learn how to heal myself because the doctors just kept saying, nope, can't do anything with you. And uh, I can't believe, I can't, I, can't, I can't do my work without a bottom jaw. It's very hard and to do much of anything without a bottom jaw yeah exactly like eat and talk without pain or discomfort so um so Dennis said of course your voice is still needed and he just spent five minutes I we appreciate you so much and 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 you're so loved and he told me all of the things and I took all the words and and I curled up with them And I let them just, I let them all in because I knew they were true. And I realized as I experienced this that this is what praise does. This is what, what, what sharing your heart and why you care about somebody. And this saves lives. Yes, it does. And so I, I set up praise with Greta, who's Dennis's wife. And we were doing up until a month ago when things got really difficult for me again. So we stopped. But I, 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 think, I think I should probably start it again because it's, it saves lives, especially in the pandemic, especially with quarantine. It's just like, what, what, just right now, stop. And you don't know whether or not you're going to see the end of the day. You don't. You might go outside and be run over by a stampeding camel herd. You don't know. So what do you want to say to the people that you love? And I walked with death for 18 months after I was hit by a drunk driver. And we got to be really good mates. And he taught me how to live. He... He taught me the difference between urgent and important. He taught me that all of the things that I'd considered so impressive and so important, all of the money I'd made, I was a just loved business, and all of the goals that I'd been so impressed with just didn't look so crashed hot when you wake up in the morning and you – don't know if you're going to see the end of the day. And what am I going to take to God as a sum total of my life? 
And so I had to sit and look at that. And so I'm going to ask you because it's the most valuable thing I ever did was, was ask that question. I want you to ask it for yourself right now. If you died today, what are you going to take to God? How would you have lived your life? How do you feel about your life? How, what, what are the people that love you? How will they remember you? I had the privilege of having a good look at that every day. So I still do. I still do. It's still my measure. And uh, I finally came up with something that I would be proud to take to God, and I founded my life on it. It was I make each life that I touch more joyful. Mm. And it's that uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's beautiful. So, yeah. Well, how, so think how about how did you eventually yeah. arrive at that? Because I know a lot of us can sit for a very long time and not ever really figure out what we're about. It's like we're we're in a bottle that has a label on the outside and we can't see it. Life isn't a life is a, about creating yourself anew in the next grandest version of yourself. I, I learned that nothing is set in concrete, nothing. Um, I was hit by a drunk driver when I was 24 and because of the uh, injuries from the motorcycle uh, accident, um, every time I went into any kind of stress, the soft tissue would swell in the base of my neck and blood would stop going to my brain and I would have about three minutes before I blacked out. Mm. And I never knew if I would wake up in any of the blackouts and it was very stressful. So I was blacking out multiple times a day until I figured this out. <laughs> Um, and each blackout caused an oxidative stress wall in my forebrain. So mm. after a couple of years of intermittent oxygen deprivation, the doctors said I would be dead or brain dead by the time I was 30. So. Oh, and by the way, I know many of you out there in listener land cannot see her. She's made it way past 30. <laughs> I am 60. I am literally twice the age that any doctor ever said I would be. Yes. Yes. Ah, screw them. All of so them. So how did you break this cycle of being stressed about becoming stressed because it would black you out and stress? Well, after the, the doctors gave up on me, I started studying holistic medicine. I'm certified in more than a dozen different healing modalities. And uh, I became a world expert in clearing stress in three minutes or less because it was that or die. You know, when, when you've got no choice, then you find a way. And uh, I found many ways. As I journeyed through all of these modalities, I uncovered the most epic skills and tools that I just, like how to, how to dissolve emotional trauma painlessly, how to keep a clear head no matter what's going on, how to clear stress from your body, how to relax instantly, how to do, read faces, bend time, these, these wild, wild things that nobody, unless they had enormous amounts of money and at least a decade could ever find, and that was the position I was in. And so to make everything that happened to me make sense, I took the best of everything I learned, and that's what I travel the world teaching. So if we're out there but you want to know, out, I, I do want yeah. mm -hmm. to share just, just one thing. One of the things that I, I learned, and I, I, one of the things that I learned along the way was how to reprogram the neurological pathways of my brain to bypass the injuries. And so I think from a very different part of my brain, which means I can do and uh, I, I, I can't do and see a lot of things that most humans can, but I can see and do a lot of things that many people can't even imagine. And I've learned that it's a good trade-off. Basically, my frontal lobes scan like an autistic child. 
but I register as a genius and all of the things that people consider very difficult. And as a, yeah, so, um, so instead of being vegetative at 30, the, the doctor, the, the psychiatrist said I should actually take up basket weaving as uh, to con continue being a contributing member of society after I'm vegetative. So, uh, <laughs> oh, please. I know. Instead, I had conceived of and co created Australia's first third party end user computing support organization. I was advising state and federal government. I had created an entirely new industry within the computer support industry. I was the first individual ever to be nominated for an ITT Excellence Award for industry development. I created thousands of jobs in, uh, in an industry that had never been done, and it was just so satisfying. <laughs> not only so, am I not a vegetable. <laughs> I turned the Australian third-party support on its ear and did things that no woman had ever done. And I did that without, you know, because of these tools. So, and imagine what you, with your perfectly lovely available frontal lobes, maybe or not, uh, can do using the same tools. Yeah. Well, and the brain is much more resilient than oh, they ever, ga of it. ever gave it credit for back exactly. in the day, because I can exactly. remember that, that they would tell us if someone had a stroke or a brain injury or whatever, well, they will never be the same, but. That's true. You and while that's true, it does not mean that they can't be better than they were before. Oh, exactly. It's a whole different ball game. There's, yeah. there's, yeah. I, I teach now how to reprogram the brain for optimal levels of productivity and joy. I have a baseline of joy as my, uh, as my operating system. Yes. And I can, I can tell you, the most important tool that I used to be able to uh, reprogram my brain with joy. Uh, as an automatic response. Would you like to know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Do share. <laughs> Highly recommend this. So in every circumstance, regardless, I look for the most joyful thought and I latch onto it. It doesn't matter what it is, apparently good, apparently bad. I look for the most joyful thought. And so when stuff goes down, which it's gonna, yep. my automatic response is to look for the most joyful thought. And sometimes the best I can come up with is this is a miracle I don't understand yet. Yes. And, and a lot of that's times got me out is. of a lot of <laughs> a lot of times it is. I'm a fan of Sean Aker. He wrote a bunch of books on how to be happy and um, the difference in life results that you get as an optimist as opposed to a pessimist and a few things like this. And health. The difference and in health. health. Uh, yeah, incredible. It's huge. And, uh, and life he, quality. He, he says this, I, I don't know that I'm going to get the quote right, but basically what he says is you're always telling yourself some sort of unsubstantiated story. So you can tell yourself you're being practical and tell yourself all these nightmare scenarios, or you can tell yourself something that will uplift you and move you forward and move you towards where you want to be. So which way do you want to lie to yourself? <laughs> I personally use which thought would you choose because well, you have the choice but I mean the truth of the matter is right all of these thoughts we're having about the future 
we don't have any proof that any of those are true one way or the other. Well, so we get why not decide. pick the thing that's supportive? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I learned um, one of the, the things that helped my, my brain so much. I need things to be very simple. And, uh, and I found that concepts like right and wrong, good or bad, weren't necessarily working because what was right in the situation isn't right in that situation. What's good isn't bad over here. And so I instead replaced that with does this take me toward where I want to go or away from it? There you go. And that's been so helpful. Yes. Yeah, because just there, are very, just, there are very, very few things that are absolutely always ever the right choice. Yeah, yeah. And like if you if you take that choice and you find you don't like it, well, so choose again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, many I people went, are locked. Didn't. Okay, so let's do it again. Exactly. Yeah. But we're, we're trained. The, the, the programming is, again, you know, which – Used to be the case half a century ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you get in a good job with the government in 20 years and you'll be in a blah, blah. It's a different world. Yeah, make it's your decision world. and stick with it, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I've never gotten the hang of that. Um, and oh, I don't, me either. I don't, I've, I've you know, had crazy numbers of careers <laughs> up to this point. Well, if you're always evolving, yeah. then then it doesn't, a lot of stuff it has to fall away. And I think something that really helped me too is understanding that change is just taking what you are and adding choices to it. Hmm. I found that so helpful. That is helpful, actually, because a lot of times change is presented to us as you need to stop doing this thing over here, as hmm. opposed to let's, let's build on what you've got that's good. Exactly. I have a, an outrageous, magnificent cartoon-like foundation of things that I am very grateful for. I, I am changed because of each thing, and each thing allows me to continue to evolve. So change is, is super fun. Let me ask you this. Is there anything about your life that you like so much that you actually wouldn't change it up for the better? Hmm. My husband. <laughs> my relationship oh, with my husband, I would not change up. But there are a lot of other things the I'd be there's, willing there's to. There's absolutely no room for improvement at all? Well, but that's up to him. I mean, I, I can't no, but, well, is do it anything. Though? Is but, it? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Well, I, I, hands up who's tried, who's realized. But yeah, how no. often? How, hands up who's also realized that when we change that which is within us, then the people and, and everything changes around us. It's just so trippy and so cool. Because it yeah. means we're never, we're never powerless exactly. unless we say the four most disempowering words in the English language. And those are? It's not my fault. Ah, yes. Well, Because then you're screwed. Then well, you're screwed. Yeah, because you can't do you've anything released about it. all of your responsibility. A lot of people yes. are like, oh, I don't want the blame. Blame to the side. Where you have your control is in that responsibility. Hey, exactly yeah. exactly i learned i can't control the stuff that happens to me god knows i've tried that didn't work at all <laughs> but i can learn to choose how i'm going to feel about it and how i'm going to respond to it and that's what matters to me because that's what determines what happens next yes exactly it's the <laughs> end then of the story you always have that pencil that pen and paper in your life where you can write what the end then of your story is I mean, it, it doesn't ever end with, oh, there was a car accident or, oh, somebody died or, oh, I've been injured and I've lost an ability to fill in the blank. There's always yeah, an each and ending then. begins a new chapter, a new book. There's always an and then I decided to 
whatever it was. Yeah. Reprogram my brain, grow new nerves down into my legs, what, whatever your, your and then that you want it to be, write it. Yes. Yes. Love that. Yes. <laughs> I, I got yes. a little soapboxy there. I apologize. No, I, I think that, no, no, that, no. I, um, I'm, I'm feeling into your words and I'm just, when, when you, when you actually look at the fullness of all that, it's life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it yeah. puts, it puts the control back with you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And, at least for your bit, and yeah. and just I mean I like to when I first found out about this I'm like yeah well I don't know about that we're well, not going to change him, um, but it's actually in my book No Worries Mate, uh, where this um, to be able to change even the stroppiest person, uh, this worked with this smelly teenage boy that his mother said nothing's ever going to change him he's just a perfectly hideous person and I can't wait for the aliens to bring back my actual child, and I said look. It feels just that way when you this. parent a teenager sometimes. This worked for him and her, and it didn't even take a month. It took like a week and a half or two weeks. So what might it work for? Just give it a go. Um, I'm looking for my book. There it is. So for 30 days, look for the person who's bugging you right now, who's, who's you're probably quarantining with. Ignore everything that they are doing that irritates you and just focus exclusively on what it is that they're doing that you like. And he, she said, oh, he doesn't do anything that I like. Well, let's find something. Even if he, his room is piled up with, dis, with dishes and it's disgusting, uh, if, he, if he even, even brings a fork back to the, the sink, just say, oh, thank you so much. That was, that was really awesome. And, just, and then go about your business. Don't wait for yes. him. He'll look startled. And just do that every time. And, and be completely sincere. None, none of this Absolutely. sarcastic inflection. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. don't expect anything in return. This is not about anything other than you doing a social experiment to see if how you respond and, and looking at what you love about the person that's driving you crazy, even, even if it takes a minute to step back and remember, and just highlighting that and, and let us know what happens. Put it, you know, visit, visit back and tell us what goes on. I think mm. you'd be pleased. Yes, yes, I love that. So oh, I, is there anything else we want to? Well, you brought a gift with you wrap it up. for the listeners. So, oh yeah, always tell us about that, and I, then gonna, I'll tell them where yeah. to go get it. <laughs> well, you just go to experiencejoy.com. Well, you can that will be that. on sovereignself.media. You yes, can yes. always find the contact information for the guests and their tools out there on sovereignself.media. So, it, tell us about the it. gift. Um, it's a 15-minute video that shows you how to relax instantly, keep a clear head no matter what is going on, and clear stress from your body. Here's the deal. You measure your stress levels on a scale of 1 to 100 before you go in, with 100 being <laughs> and 0 being. And then you, <laughs> mm -hmm, then you do each one of the tools with me to give it a fair go to find out just exactly how useful it is, how, what you're noticing, and at the end, you measure your stress levels again. And when you find out how well it works, share it. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs these tools. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know I've, I've developed my fair share of what I want to say. Steam releasing kind of <laughs> good uh, tools and activities. We went through a very difficult spot, my husband and I. Mm. 
God, eight years ago now. And um, I would wake up in the middle of the night with like the palpitations and I can't sleep and visions of like disaster in my head and discovered that I have to bring that stress down to a certain point before I can do some of the more logical things that people tell anything. you to do, right? And <laughs> anything, you know anything why? At it's all. because of your, yes, yeah. because it's your primitive brain centers that under stress, our primitive brain centers don't know the difference between between stresses, between this is life threatening or, or this is just somebody annoying the hell out of me. And right. it responds or this is exactly some story the same way. I'm making up in my brain about some exactly. future disaster that might maybe never actually happen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So, so go and do that, Sophia, and let me know what you noticed yeah. and what your score was. Absolutely. And, uh, and let us know in the comments. I'm, I'm curious. Absolutely. And, yeah. Go get the tools. Yeah. Play with the tools. And yes, if you don't like you... the tools, you can always throw them out and find a different set of tools. But I'm Oh, yeah. I have a gazillion. I, doing, I have a huge doing tool, the experiments. tool shared. Exactly. Yes. Do the, um, my the The tools that I share are all rad replicable, applicable, and demonstrable. That means you can repeatedly apply them to demonstrate immediate positive difference or a difference in the within three minutes. And uh, so that's that, that's what I collect, Sophia. So if you've got any tools that will do make you feel better in some way or, or clear or whatever in three minutes mm -hmm. or less, I want to know. I yes. collect them. It's my, it's my passion. I recommend it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, what, what saved me when I was back in that era was actually – uh, EFT, if you're familiar with it, tapping. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And it's beautiful for reprogramming things. But it is. When it's you're very in nice. that like really high level state where it's just like, mm. ah, I've got one spot. It's my favorite spot to tap. It's right here below my collarbone. And I, I don't think anything. I don't do any patterns. It's just <sighs> tap there and let everything settle. <laughs> tapping under the tap, what, kidney 27. Yeah. 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 Exactly. On the left side. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that will no. bring me down to the point that, okay, now I can do something like dump out the list of everything I'm worried about or discover what the program is that's been running that sent me into the stratosphere. <laughs> I love that. that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. I love that. It's a bit tender, actually. It, well, you don't have to tap on it real hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Thank you. Yes. And if you at home have got tools that make you feel better, uh, clear, uh, my thing is live more joyfully, less stressfully in three minutes or less. More joy, yes. less stress, three minutes or less. So give me all the tools. <laughs> all the tools. Bring the tools. The computer's the tools. flying like around all, again. Yes. She's really excited. <laughs> I am. It's true. Oh. Oh. So, so I guess um, we've got we three minutes. About death. We've got I know, three so minutes to just, the end of this Let's show. tune in right now. Yeah. Hmm, and take a breath. Yes. And imagine right now that death stands before you. And he has with him a questionnaire about how you spend. Death with a questionnaire. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, you know what? I'm going to give this as a gift to, to your people. I actually do um, uh, mortality experiences where uh, death shows up and has this, and I have you, fill out the, the whole questionnaire and at the end there's a syrup that's anyway so just for a moment think about you may or may not have a month left on the planet there's a big queue at the moment so if you fill out the questionnaire you'll get this perhaps chance in another month but there are no guarantees so how are you going to spend that month 
how will it be different from the month that, that preceded it? What are you going to say to the people that you love? What are you going to do? Are you going to put your affairs in order? And what are your priorities? Sit with us, and I'm just going to sing to you for a little minute while you do. Bless you, Father, Mother, Creator, God. Bless the person watching this video. We give thanks for all of their helpers, seen and unseen, and for all of the miracles known and unknown that help them live their grandest, most joyous dreams and better in Absolutely. each and every moment. And thank you so much for joining us here today, Joy, and everyone out there in listener land. If you have a topic you'd like to hear here, if you want me to talk to someone in particular you'd like to see on the show, send a quick email to askzafia, that's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 